welcome to Fangirl Fever. In this episode, we'll be talking about Harry Styles' fine line because the two-year anniversary is like three days away. And then we're also talking about Harry Styles' love on tour, Harry Ween, and our experiences. But also, we have a guest, and her name is Masuda. Introduce yourself. Hello, loves. My name is Masuda. (laughs) Yeah, I'm 21 years old. I go to college in San Francisco. Uh... These are my internet buddies. However, we have met and hung out in New York of all places. Yeah. For a very special reason that we shall get into. But yeah, I'm like, I don't know for this, what type of fun facts would you guys like to know? No, this is not my real accent. Um, that is your real accent because you're from London. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> I actually grew up um, with the boys. I was a childhood friend. They forgot about me, though very fake (laughs) um once they started seeing the fame and the money they just forgot about the day ones you know so I'm just here chilling but it's okay they're I'm always gonna support them whatever nice okay well fun fact this episode is actually coming out on the two-year anniversary of fine line so that's very exciting because I think this is the first time where we're doing an episode that actually comes out on the day of something's anniversary yeah on the exact day yeah so let's flash forward I mean not flash forward let's <laughs> rewind to October 2019 when the crazy fruit man tweeted do that is all he did he tweeted do and if you guys are not familiar with the styles fandom we went into like a frenzy mode and we got to do what in all caps trending and i would say that marked the beginning of the fine line era agreed um he was trying to be artistic and cool but ended up just being kind of funny but also promoted his song so well yeah so didn't he say he accidentally tweeted that right i don't know i don't think like i don't think it was an accident Oh, yeah, I know. I was like, I watched an interview and the person asked him, like, why he did that. And he was like, oh, actually, I woke up one day and, like, I was half asleep and I was going to type something and tweet it. But I actually, like, fell asleep before or something like that. And I was just like, "Mm, I don't know about that, bro. But that's hilarious. The power you have, dude. Like, It's so funny. Like, I love that that literally one word that means absolutely nothing with nothing else by it was like the mark of like the fine line era it changed the trajectory of all of our lives yeah and um we didn't know it then but the do refers to a lyric in lights up that says do you know who you are and do you know who you you are yes thank you thank you (laughs) um so then a couple days or maybe even like a day after people started seeing signs around the city that says do you know who you are and then obviously there was like the columbia logo under it so everyone was like this is harry's new era i saw those signs in real life and it was beautiful i'm pretty sure there's also treat people with kindness ones so it was kind of like we know it's you sir yeah so then lights up was released on october 10th and the music video dropped like out of nowhere but it was so beautiful loved it i love lights up it like was the perfect first single choice for fine line as Mm -hmm. a project very genius of him he's so smart i am very 
envious of like the people that were casted in that music video because oh I'm, my goodness I, yes I watched I don't remember where it was I think maybe some of the girls like posted on TikTok or like YouTube or something but they basically got like a casting call from mm-hmm. their management or whatever and they were like you guys are needed for like a music music video shoot blah 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 not that much information not that many details they didn't tell it them what it was for who it was for so just imagine like just getting ready and going like just for a normal work day as like a model or whatever like an actress and then come to find out that it's Harry Styles dude yeah I would combust I literally would cry and also I remember clearly when Lights Up came out I was in my living room in my little home town mm-hmm. with my family and I was annoying the shit out of them because I was playing <laughs> it a lot but we stand next like literally a month later he, he gives us lights up and is like deal with this for now you're good yeah and then the beginning of November he's going crazy he he re- like release or announces that he's dropping an album on December 13th Everyone's like, ah, and then he's like, but wait, there's more. I'm going on tour and I'm also having a one night only show. And I'm going to be ranting, but that, but we'll get to that in a little bit later. I know I have a rant about yeah. that. Too. So <laughs> keep in mind, tour was announced November 2019 and he didn't even get to tour until this September because of COVID and all that so after like these well just in general november 2019 like if you were a harry stand you could not sleep if you blinked you would miss something so that was very very hectic the level of anxiety that you have being like a fan of harry is insane it's unbelievable just anything he does you're just like you like want him to like announce stuff and do stuff but you know the amount of anxiety it causes you yeah it's a it's, love-hate relationship mm-hmm, totally agree his instagram he doesn't post things other than announcements or tour dates things that are like actually important to his career he doesn't just post like a selfie mm-hmm. and he went from posting in like 2018 to late 2019 being like i have a song out everybody and then all of a sudden like every single day he was posting announcements in November in December and it was just endless and I don't like it was such a blur that time in life I don't even I didn't even remember everything that happened when I was looking back but then he released Watermelon Sugar as a second single and he performed on SNL as the or as the performer and the host so we got that was double duty amazing night like I remember that night I was watching it with my grandma and (laughs) it's not like I told her about it or anything she she doesn't know who Harry is it's just coincidentally she decided to join me to watch SNL that night I was like oh my god this is so wholesome my grandma this is your future (laughs) son-in-law I feel like this was the start of like his style his new style his the fine line the fine line like the glitter him being being more comfortable with himself and experimenting Mm -hmm. iconic we love for sure for sure but he was the host so we got not only we got like skits and acting this is his acting era origin story not really but it is and then we also wait 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 wait. i want to ask what was your guys' favorite um skit that he did Dude, the one where he's singing that song is like the jock. 
Oh my god, I was gonna say that one too. Yeah, that one. I don't think it aired, but um, they posted it on YouTube. Yeah, that um, one was funny. His name was like Jason or something. Yeah, and he's like little bro. Like his American accent is scary. Yeah, um, I liked that one, and also the one where he does the birthing class. That one was hilarious. I'm like, my memory is so shit, and I don't recall. But I think my favorite like look or the personality wise, like the skit part. Mm-hmm. When I don't remember what it was called was he was like acting hella like you know like he had the beanie on and he was like pointing oh the- yeah 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 that one I was like that is so much I don't remember the skit name too but yeah I, I don't remember, remember watching but that. I just recall that like look that mm-hmm. scene or something but yeah talented king ever since not ever since SNL because obviously like Dunkirk was out before this but mm-hmm. His mm. acting now, like, scary, but... We'll have to have a different episode to talk about the acting Harry. Yeah. So then, after SNL, two days later, he released the track mm-hmm. list. So obviously, all the peeps on Twitter were like, I claim I claim golden, whatever. What song did you guys I mean, claim? Honestly, I cannot remember. Like, I cannot remember. I'm pretty sure I claimed Canyon Moon. But, Masuda, what did you claim? I honestly don't remember. I was going to say fine line, but I don't think mm-hmm. I did. I feel like I might have claimed like to be so lonely or mm-hmm. sunflower. I don't really I don't remember, though. I feel like most of the time, the songs that we initially claim aren't even the ones that become our favorites. Like, oh, 100%. Favorites. I, remember, yeah. I remember when I like the album first came out and you know how like people do that thing where they like rate all the songs. In yeah, the- I always do that. I always yeah. do that. I can't well, wait I, to talk about it later. Yeah, I did that when I like listen to all the songs first when mm-hmm. i tell you that is completely different now yeah it's unbelievable how that works i don't get why that happens but it's completely different yeah um, and another time this happened to me was when ari announced her album and i was like oh i claim break up with your girlfriend but i mean yeah. obviously i love that song but it's yeah. nowhere near like my top five yeah exactly yeah. like i i i think i claimed like on thank you next i claimed Ghosting, which I love ghosting, but ghosting is so sad. Mm-hmm. So, but then back to Harry. Fine line got nominated at the Grammys. Y'all bros have some good memory, dude. I can't remember. No, no, we had we had to like look up it was research sites. Yeah. I was about to say, like, I can't remember what I did yesterday. And y'all are like, on this day, this bro did this. And I'm like, I can't remember. <laughs> but I don't think it won, did it? I don't know. Um, okay so it got nominated it also got nominated yeah. this year mm-hmm. then adore you was released and to promote wait, this this was more. the most iconic marketing plant ever oh yeah people started getting ads for this island called Aroda. Mm-hmm. <sighs> like to visit it there's a site called visit you can look at it today right is now. it still active Yes, it's still active wow. and it has information. It's not real information, but there was literally ads of being like, visit Aroda, new island for like new tourism, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Not a real island, literally a fake island for his music video. Yeah. So oh my smart. Like, is, it, is it fake or like, is it? It's fake. It's, it's fake. not real. Fake. Like, is it an actual like no. area that they just named? Well, it? obviously, because like he filmed Adore You in like that one location and like stuff for the promotion of it was recorded there but like Eroda is like 100% fake they just used wherever they were I think it was like like in Ireland or something yeah 
it was just a, like a small area of like another place that already exists. Like Aroda is not even, they didn't, it wasn't like a designated island that they just renamed for the yeah. release. It's literally totally fictional. Mm-hmm. And he just created it to promote his Honestly, song, he which has I love. Money. He has the money and the connections to do so if he wanted yeah. to. Yeah. And the, the cherry on top was his collaboration with Spotify a very small group of fans got to go to this secret location and experience Erota in person. Like they got yellow raincoats. Um, they were fed fish because like fish is like a big part in the Adore You music video. Um, there was like a little hair salon thing that you could visit. And it, there was this one room where it was a recreation of the Adore You bedroom. And I was so, so jealous because I didn't even get that email. So there was no way of me going there. So, yeah. But it was a very, very iconic day for Harry's. That's like, I don't even remember the Spotify thing because so much was happening. Even just like the music. I love that music video. It's mm-hmm. It just like transport you transports you to this little world where Harry's in love with a fish and it's so cute. But also the song itself i would say it's one of my faves it's one I of think, my favorites i think it's I don't know what it is an it's underrated just... single like watermelon it, sugar gets so much hype like i would have been so much happier if lights up or adore you got nom- nominated yeah. for a grammy but like watermelon sugar like okay great catchy it's the song. most local song ever i was about to say what really annoyed me was that one boohoo video um asking influencers like what their favorite hair sauce <gasps> is sugar high. <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah. like watermelon sugar fine let it be the song but I- i'm honestly glad adore you like it obviously got streams but not as many as watermelon sugar because i know i'd be annoyed of it if it did honestly yeah. but it's so good and true, true. like Let's when see. he played it live i was getting so hyped because i love it it's so it just throws me back so now um like i mentioned previously about the one night only thing this was on december 13 2019 tickets were only 25 dollars. like that is unheard of for events going on nowadays and the reason why i have beef with whoever decided that harry should have released his album on this day but also i love it because it's the day before my birthday so this was basically a birthday gift for me ariana had a show at the honda center in orange county which is like 20 minutes from my house. And I had tickets for a long time already. And I was going with my besties and there's no way like I had never, well, I mean, I haven't seen Harry as a solo artist before, but Ariana at the Honda center, like I literally begged for that. So I couldn't give that up, but I did buy tickets anyway. I was just like, um, maybe I can go to both, but I did end up selling my ticket. You know, what's really sad and heartbreaking. What? I didn't even know that tickets were that cheap until right now. Yeah, and it now was to literally jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> well, I'm not even kidding. I did not know that it was that cheap, and yeah. it makes me want to cry even more. Honestly, I like uh, wish I was a little bit older at the time so I could have gone, because I definitely could have. Like, yeah, it's not far, but next next one night only will be there. We'll be there. there better yeah, be a so. next one. What the heck? He, I, I think that he needs to make it his brand. Like that's just yeah. his thing now. Yeah. Like let it be known, I will never forget December 13, 2019 for many, many reasons. But uh, that is just one of them. That ass. I'm like, if it wasn't yeah. for like 10 different reasons of why I couldn't go, 
yeah. and he also did a one night only in london like a couple of days after but i don't remember too much about it so i don't have anything I don't to comment that, on yeah. that show one thing i remember about the one night only was i was watching sarah basca's vlog and ellen mm-hmm. was there and everybody thought it was yeah. nile oh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is Maybe so funny it was, it was just like pretending to be he was like it's me ellen in his irish accent but yeah i am very um devastated about Mm -hmm. that opportunity that i lost because i know it's it's so dumb like okay ariana and harry their their fan crossover isn't as big as like some people but like i feel like it's quite big because they're both pop artists and they're very up there and like their fans both exist on Twitter. So it's like, why would you not do them on different days? Yeah. yeah so cursed. But whatever. Zoe, <laughs> since you brought that up, I guess that does make me feel a little bit better because I, then probably somebody else was in the same boat as me too. So yeah, like I'm sure there was people who were at the Sweet Normal Tour who paid months in advance who were yeah. super excited to go. And then like a week before Harry's like, oh, I'm coming to LA. And they're like, what? I didn't even yeah. know that Ariana had something on that day. Um, like yeah. that's not the reason I didn't go, but like I didn't know that. That's sad if you're a fan of both. I know. Yeah, but honestly, that experience was to die for, and I would not like trade it for anything in the world because I feel like since I successfully snuck into pit, um, and like you know, just like the environment was so much better for me than what I would have experienced when I only because I did see that it was a mess like security was so unorganized and you know the usual security fiasco so I'm pretty glad with my decision plus the 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 show that you went to it was the Christmas show so it was it was holiday vibes mm -hmm. but yeah that was one night only and then that day obviously fine line was released and then the world changed because Mm -hmm. it just did then we listened to Fine Line endlessly, and on February 26th, 2020, Harry announced Harry Ween. Mm-hmm. One of the oh, most genius things. I ever. also must mention, I got tickets for just the regular Arizona Love on Tour show on mm-hmm. my birthday, January 2nd in Slay. 2020. So I've had those tickets for, I had them for like two, almost two years until I got to see him. You're but then... Queen. Yes, Capricorn, Timothy Chalamet, Aquarius, Times, and then Harry Wayne announcement, and me and Amy like we're like we have to go, we have to yeah. go. But like obviously like we're gonna say stuff like that, but at the time like realistically speaking, I was still very much in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. And I was like we're was gonna no go, but like that... I don't know any technical details. Yeah, so <laughs> I didn't even like bother signing up for the pre-sale or whatever, but yeah. I did like. I have seen my Snapchat memories of like Harry Ween would have been today, blah, 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 blah. So I'm just like, I'm so glad like things happened the way they did yeah. because well, we'll get into it later. But yeah, everything happens for a reason is the moral of the story. Happened for a reason. Also, like I didn't sign up for any of the pre-sale stuff. I wasn't even looking at the ticket stuff because I was just like, there's no way I can like go to any of the show. So I'm just not going to fucking make myself more sad by like trying to sign up even though I can't go. So I basically did not plan on doing anything or sign mm-hmm. for any tickets or any pre-sales which kind of bit me, bit me in the ass later on but we'll get into that we, we've we've learned time. we've learned yeah and now the next tour we will be really so much ready, more like, prepared prepared 100%. 
Okay, so Harry Wheelan was announced, and that was February 26th, then February 28th, following music video, and then we all know, pandemic, March, everything happened. Mm-hmm. So obviously, no one really knew what was going to happen. Harry kind of went ghost. Yeah. yeah. Then Watermelon Sugar music video, Golden music video, oh, Treat People with Kindness music video, and by then, it's literally 2021, we're like, babe, where's tour? Mm-hmm. Where is tour? So then in July, which I didn't even realize, like he took so long to announce the new dates. Like every artist was updating their fans, and everyone's like, "Okay, Harry, it's your turn now. Like, what's going on?" He, like he announced the new, like official 2020, 2021 dates on the fourteenth of July. His tour started September four or fifth, so he gave like a month and a half in advance time and i know everything was very unsure but also like you didn't even give people two months Mm -hmm. yeah but then we were all happy i remember being so sad in 2020 because he was like we're just gonna reschedule the dates and i had to change my like calendar date for my show okay and also another thing that went kind of chaotic during the whole tour um rescheduling thing was that the three la dates like it wasn't for the original day that you bought your ticket for, like, night one turned into night three. Oh. This whole, like, swap thing. So I saw, like, at least a handful of TikTok saying, like, the forum wouldn't let them in because they had the wrong ticket. Like, they didn't even know that their date was switched. Oh, that's weird. So that was really messed up, too. Yeah, so then the tour was rescheduled. And fast forward to September 5th, Harry Styles Love on Tour. Finally. Finally, finally kicks off. It goes all around the U.S. Mm -hmm. slaying. Then we get to our point of view. Yes, Harry Ween. But before we get into the juicy good stuff, we need to talk about the track list and yes, our thoughts overall on Fine Line the album. Mm -hmm. What was your guys's like when you first listened to it, or like? The month or the time after you first listened to it, what were your favorites at that time? Because I know mine were extremely different. Um, For me, it definitely got me through finals. And I don't think I've ever listened to an album so repeatedly before in my life because that's just how good it is. Um, And I actually did end up finding my original rankings of the song. And I won't I won't say everything because maybe it is controversial, but my top three at the time were golden cherry and falling but right now i would say it's cherry to be so lonely no no no. cherry she and sunflower so that's me okay masuda what's yours like uh, i think i tweeted my original rankings but i'm not gonna look for that right now because it's gonna take a minute but i think when i first listened to it my favorites were I don't remember the order, but I know Golden was one of them. Lights Up was one of them. And then I think Adore You and or Falling. Those were like my top Mm -hmm. three. And then as I listened to it more and more, I would say Fine Line obviously is number one. It's just a masterpiece of a song. It really is. Mm -hmm. It's just. The trumpets. It's beautiful. It's literally insane. So that's my number one. And then. I'm like, <laughs> this isn't my like top, but 
Tree People with Kindness kind of grew on me because I did not like that at first. Oh, yeah, yeah. I meant to mention that Tree People yeah. with Kindness and Can You and I feel like those two were typically in people's like bottom yeah. of the rankings. But yeah. after you see it live, it hits different. It hits really it's so, like, it so different. So, so fun. Once you start listening to it more, it's not just like, yeah, I, I see what you, I see the vision now, Harry. Yeah. It's but, an acquired taste. Yeah. Fine line. And then I believe she and woman just give me the same like level of like happiness and they give me the same vibe low key. Mm-hmm. Um, so me I too. love she. And then like I like falling, but I don't think it's my fave, but I don't know what it is because I fucking will get into it. But I bawled when I listened yeah. to it. Yeah. I don't know what it is, um, but I still love Adore You. Um, I don't really have a ranking, but I would say number one is definitely fine line for obvious reasons. It's not something I play all the time if I'm trying to live in the area, but uh-huh. it's a masterpiece of a song and it's my top. Yeah, good answer. What about you, Zoe? Okay, so I think when it was first released, I have a vivid memory of sitting at my science table and we were all like discussing That's so specific. It. We were all like, okay, wait, wait, which one's your favorite? What kind, of, what kind of science? Like biology, chemistry? Um, it was environmental science. Wow. It was the easiest class ever. It was probably one of my favorite classes ever. But we were sitting there and we were all like, okay, which single was your favorite? Okay. And then which are your top three? And I remember everyone was like, Your your ranking your ranking is whack. Cause my they top said that three, to you? They were like, You're weird, because mine was to be so lonely, sunflower and tree people with kindness. All like the hype songs. Okay, wait, wait. I will I think when To Be So Lonely was first released, I feel like a lot of people didn't like it, but when tour started, all of a sudden to be so lonely stands were like everywhere and i'm just like whoa you guys switch up fast yeah because when i like i had no nothing against to be so lonely at the time but i never like oh i want to, to be so lonely right now because it was like the other songs that i mentioned but it is a very good song so you were onto something yeah i was because i mean i think canyon moon and tree people kind of get too much hate yeah and i will defend them but i think now well when I saw the falling music video, that is like literally one of my favorite music videos ever. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that like instantly brought it into my top three because I visually like think I'm literally in that room with him when I listen to it. So I would say number one is Fine Line. Agreed oh. with Masuda because it's literally a cultural reset of a song. It's, it's- it shifted the course of history the course of time whatever like life changed after that song after i heard that song and then falling and then cherry which is like so whack because those three are the saddest songs and then Mm -hmm. i started off loving the happy songs (laughs) i guess like it just changes based on the season of your life you know because i just i feel like even a month from now um, my favorites are gonna change yeah. Same. I just feel like I've grown to appreciate how honest he is in all three of those songs. And it's mm-hmm. something rare that you don't see yeah. with a lot of people. Cherry is so, so good. I and feel also like Cherry him live, is always like, going to be one of my favorites. Yeah, Cherry live. Like, seeing all those live, it adds, like, this new love for it. Because you see and hear him being him, mm-hmm. his raw I emotional self. I my favorite songs live, but... <laughs> 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 okay um but yeah overall on the track list i wish he added a couple more songs because i feel like 12 is a bit short 
Yeah. Um, I think we've talked about this before, Zoe, but I feel like the sweet spot is like 15 or 16 songs. So I wish yeah. maybe like if even like a fine line deluxe, that would that would be awesome. I think that yeah, I would I would say 15, 14 to 15. 16 is sometimes like if it's like an interlude, yeah, then we can deal with that. But like 15 is like the agreed, agreed, agreed. But yeah. So now on to what the people are waiting for. Harry Ween. Harry Ween T. Where shall we ever start? Let's start with the day that we were at the bagel shop because it's a very important. Um, and I say that because we met slash saw so many Harry's in there. Like you can just tell. You can tell. Um, but there's specifically one that we pretty much owe the her for like giving us the courage in the first place. Um, her name's Samantha. Um, she she did the trip by herself, right? Oh uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and she asked if she could like sit with us, and we were just like, yeah, yeah. So you know, we just start talking and all that. It was mostly Masuda because Masuda is such a social butterfly. Yeah. But, yeah um she she was going on night one and we had no tickets so we were just like okay like you know vibing or whatever and after so f- flash forward to when the show is over I texted her to ask like how it went and she goes I snuck into pit and and then when I announced that to everyone in our hotel room like all eyes on me and they ran to my phone because I was like let's FaceTime her so we FaceTimed her and she also introduced us to two other girls, and they were splendid. Did you give her info? Because I don't remember who those people were. Yeah, I have I have Ellery's phone number. Oh, yeah. Um, they are literally saved. Well, yeah. yeah they were just helpful. Mm-hmm. Guardian angels. In Very yeah. Failed. But basically, she told us the story of how she snuck in. Keep in mind that she already, I mean, she had a ticket already, but she just luckily finessed security and got into pit. So we were just like, oh, my God, let's, like, do it, you know? So Because we were trying to find tickets every yeah. day. And yeah. we had no luck. And I was getting closer and closer to, like, the last day, the last couple hours, and just no luck. So this was our last resort. Yeah. yeah. And the so, tickets, like, that were available were literally $2,000 for yeah, every like single seat. Days. Yeah. Or if it was face value, like, we would get the message saying, sorry, a fan beat you to the tickets. Yeah. yeah. So we tried. We really did. Yeah, we really, really did. So flash forward to uh, Sunday, like late afternoon, we finish eating pizza and then we go off into the city to find red wristbands because that was the wristbands that they were given earlier in the day. And I think, Zoe, you should talk about this part. Okay. So we kind of all, we leave this pizza place. We're like, okay, we have to try this. It doesn't hurt to try. The worst thing is we go to jail. Just kidding. Yeah, that's but. the absolute worst thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the would, absolute worst case scenario. But I'm saying the worst thing that was ha- gonna happen is they say no and get kicked out. I'm yeah. like, guys, it's okay. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. I'll we be really fine. didn't have anything to lose. Yeah, we really did. Yeah, we were just yoloing it because it's Harry Ween. We're in New York. The hottest we're party. Young, like, oh. we're just living. So yeah. I were like, okay, we're going to Party City. We map the closest Party City. We go in. It's literally so busy because, one, there's a Halloween parade being set up. And there's police everywhere. There's barricades everywhere. People everywhere dressed up in costumes. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So we go into the Party City. Literally, in this Party City, there was, like, a giant pile of, like, Halloween costumes. And people were just digging through and buying because they didn't have Halloween costumes. 
So I run around. I I knew the general setup. Like this party city was set up as the same as the one that's by me. So I ran to the aisle that had the wristbands and I grabbed like the thingy. I go up. She's like, okay, this is all we have. And it was red wristbands with like drink cups on them. And I'm like, no, do you have anything else? We need it full on red. She's like, no, sorry. So we didn't get in there. We run to Staples. Me and Masood, I'm literally sweating. I've never seen you like speed so fast before. And my track star background was literally kicked in. I was running up and down stairs, up and down hallways, up and down streets. Yeah. So the staples that we went into, they're like two stories. And I'm just like, uh-huh. I okay, by the way, I was very bloody and bruised. So that yeah. is my excuse kind of. But like Zoe and Masuda would be we like took zooming the- up the stairs yeah. and me and Hillary were like waiting downstairs because I just don't have it in me to take the stairs. I'm yeah, like, so- let me try to like give a picture of what's going on. So you know how like you're watching a movie, like w- one of those like Hallmark movies or whatever, where there's something going on, like the background is all chaos and then the main characters are like anxious. They have to get somewhere and they're just rushing around. So just imagine all of us in New York, which is already known to be a very chaotic, like lively city with lots of stuff going on, lots of people. So just imagine that already. Plus it was Halloween and it was like getting closer to nighttime. Yeah. Raised, there's police, there's people everywhere is chaotic. All stores are like an apocalypse, like everything is gone. We are fully dressed. Some of us are wearing heels. We're not wearing the proper running shoes. We're running the streets of New York, walking, running. We're sweating our asses off. We're anxious. We are stressed. Like people are bleeding, like literally, Amos was bleeding. It was, we were down bad. Okay, continue. So, me and Masuda run up. Well, I, we asked, like, the person at the cashier. We were like, where's wristbands? They're like, upstairs, aisle, whatever. We could run up there. None. Not even other colors. Literally none. And we're like, okay. So we're like, we have to find another one. We try to find another one. It's closed because it's Halloween. Who's going to Staples on Halloween? The streets no are going to be busy. Then I find another location on the way back to our hotel. I call it. I'm like, hi. Um, We're looking for red wristbands. Do you guys have any? She's like, um, let me go check. She goes and checks. And they have, and they're lit. It's like five forty, and they're closing at six. Yeah, and they're like, we close at six, so please get here fast. <laughs> like, okay. We, I, me and Masuda literally were running. We could not keep. Up. I had my Please Doc Martin platforms on, anything, okay? sprinting yeah. down the streets into this Staples, and I'm like, um, I just called about the uh wristbands, and they're like, oh yeah, they're right here. And then we paid for them. Like, literally, these women were closing up shop, waiting for us. Shout out to those two women, because if I were them, I would have been like, fuck y'all little kids. Like, I'm Yeah, I don't care about your wristbands. Yeah, I'm going home to my family instead of banning Halloween. I don't give a shit about your issues. Yeah, so luckily, they saved them for us, and we bought them. And then we were like, oh, we need a Sharpie, too. And they just gave us, like, a Sharpie for free. They were just like, just leave, please. God bless. I think it was Square Staples. I believe who was whoever was working Halloween day close to closing. Yeah. So you guys are our angels. Yes. So we got the wristbands and then we're going back to the hotel. We and have to get ready. Like, where do we even start? We need yeah. to get ready. We need to figure out what we're gonna do. We need to write on the wristbands because like it says inspected by security and then like the date or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we were also anxious to like write it like even though we had a pack of 100 like we just want it to be like a one and done deal we're already full of anxiety so like trying yeah. to slow down and write something making sure it's accurate it was like very hard and what yeah. made it even worse was that the wristbands were so freaking large yeah that, I don't know it was just really uncomfortable to wear yeah um but yeah and masuda you should talk about your mascara thing oh yeah wait i i want to talk about that was such like a significant moment it was so funny to me so i was like almost fully ready like hillary curled my hair i was all ready and i was putting my shoes on i was sitting on my bed putting my shoes on and then masuda comes out and she's like did i put too much mascara on and i'm like no you're good because she said that she was like in the bathroom just like laser eyes like mindlessly just putting layers and layers and mm. layers of ma- yeah. blue mascara just imagine okay so i'm like i take a shower i'm like getting rushing to get ready i'm like feeling uncomfortable and it's like so weird and then i am like trying to put mascara on and it's blue mascara by the way because i didn't have a black one but anyways it was blue mascara and i'm just like standing in front of the mirror and I just like I'm putting on mascara like over and over and over and over again but I didn't realize what I was doing until I was like done and then like when I talked to Zoe I was like hey yo bro like did I put too much on it looks a little dramatic I'm like I actually had no clue what I was doing because I was just going over and over and over and just like like looking into the mirror but like not actually knowing what I was doing because I was so anxious because of everything that was going on so I was just like subconsciously like putting mascara on my eyelashes over and over again <laughs> I was like shaking at that point I was like so nervous there I was literally... this one point I thought you were gonna cry like before me we I thought I was gonna cry I was like guys I cannot do this we're gonna like go to the jail. whole trip you were being so chatty and like right before we walked out the door you were like so quiet I was like I know you? I was like we're literally going to jail. Yeah, and while the girls were getting ready, because I was kind of just like in my Halloween attire already, I just needed to clean up my little blood situation. I was working hard trying to like do like Photoshop. a whole fake. Graphic get, design like, is your passion. Yeah, but um, yeah, we finally get all out the door and Madison, Madison Square Garden is like a 13-minute walk from our hotel. So dude everyone was so quiet yeah i know we were literally like what entrance we go to okay I was and like, we guys, were just silent guys. i was like it's okay everything will be fine we'll get i know it. literally i was like guys just act normal we were all just like guys just act normal we're all freaking <laughs> out we're like, just act normal just act so normal just act quiet. normal so <laughs> quiet i was like guys guys we're usually very chatty <laughs> but then we we got direction to go to one specific entrance. We ended up going to a different one. So I think this was our flaw. In the yeah, plan. this was where we went wrong. So and we go yeah. up to whatever entrance. There was also tons of construction. So it was very confusing yeah. around MSG. So we went in this one entrance. Basically, we got in line. They were like, vaccine card and ID, pull down your mask. And then they let you in. And you go through the metal detector scanner TSA thing. And we successfully get through both with no ticket scanning. And we're like, okay, we're literally in Madison Square Garden. Ticketless. We have, I have slight bit of hope, but also we're going to go to jail. So then we, there was this one woman standing. She's like, does anyone have GA? Does anyone have GA? We, none of us were like, 
No, we have GA because we knew we would get caught instantly. Yeah, that's yeah. what, like, I didn't, I was going to see if, like, any of us was going to say anything, but I, I'm really bad at lying, so. Yeah, I just, so like, we just went up these stairs, and we went to, like, this guy scanning, and Masuda takes it over. Someone get this woman an award for the acting skills she pulled <laughs> off. <laughs> Under all that pressure, too. But, yeah, yeah. Let, you take it, you take it away. When I tell you, like... I don't know what like clicked in me because I'm usually not the one I'm like usually when I'm in like groups someone else I let do whatever do the talking do the thing whatever I don't know what hit me but I was severely anxious and I think it was the fact that like everything we've been through that day everything we've been through for the trip just the fact that we went to New York for this thing and I'm like there is no freaking way that we're like right outside the doors for seating and then we're gonna get turned away so i don't know what clicked i'm like my alter ego clicked in and i don't know the name yet but basically um we passed by like three or four checkpoints um like there was one outside of the building there was one inside there was like a security thing there was like another security thing there was like a another thing and then we got to the doors of the seating area and this is where everything went downhill okay wait before you continue like I don't even know why none of us thought like okay if we're in like the seating area where are are the five of us going to to stand yeah because obviously if we go that direction like how they're definitely going to be checking for a wristman to get into the pit entrance so I'm like, what else would we really like? thought we did something I'm like what I just don't get like was it because okay. we went to the wrong area? We like, went to yeah. the wrong area because we learned later that there was a specific table near this one entrance that was the GA. We went oh. past it Yeah. when we were getting guided to the box office. Yeah. And we should have gone there originally, but mm-hmm. we went through the wrong entrance. But yeah, but. back to where we left off. Oh, wait, yeah. before we get to that. So basically, we could have done it, but we just didn't get to the right area. That's why. Yeah. Uh, this hurts even more. <laughs> I know. So we passed by several checkpoints and we're like kind of like hopeful little, like our energies are a little higher. Everyone's being a little chatty. Finally, I was like, okay, like this is going to go well. Then we get to that checkpoint and I see this dude holding a little device, scanning tickets. And I'm like, oh shit. So there's nothing we really could do. It's old, old man. Like yeah. I thought because he was so old, he wouldn't like. It'd always be the oldies though that are like fucking. It's around. like a hit or miss with the old people. Yeah. yeah. So it's like four or five of us in a group um, Jesus Christ. why do you say four or five of us when there was clearly five of us like i don't yeah it was that. literally five it was not four like, there was five know. people ticket list in msg oh, yeah, okay, right so five yeah yeah five so five of us in a group and i'm in the first i'm like the first one so i'm just like oh my freaking god are you kidding me so he's like ticket please and i'm like oh <laughs> so i like show him my t- my very real tickets and he like scans it and my Apple wallet shows up and I'm like, oh God. And I'm like, oh, can you try it again? And he's looking at me weird. And I'm like, please try it again. <laughs> Scans my real ticket. And then my Apple wallet just comes up um, because it like triggered some like thing. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And he's like, is there any way else? Or why isn't this working? And I'm like, I don't know, sir. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> And he, he, I'm like, just try it again, please, just one more time. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, come on, bro. Like, it's about a sh- the show's about to start. I don't want to be late. And he's like looking at me weird. And he scans it again, and he's like, okay. He's like, I'm gonna have to ask you guys to step to the side for a second. 
my heart drops. I'm like, oh, this is this. It's is like it. it's over for us. I'm no, like, I what? like my brain instantly because we're all adults. I was like, we are going to jail. I didn't say that. I was just we have fake. We made fake tickets. We made fake wristbands, and we snuck into MSG ticketless. Okay, well, that it's not our fault that there's like it's not our fault that their security wasn't more strict. Yeah, we just did this just to prove how bad the security was. Okay, yeah, that's it. That's only it. I was what just- was going on in my mind was like they were, they were gonna take us to a room to like investigate or like interrogate us. Yeah. I was not thinking about jail. Like I'm I know, like, like this this is way too minor to. Like, like send five of us to jail i was you just i was worried about just what? not making it to the show i don't know about the whole interrogation the, the arresting <laughs> thing i did not that was not even crossing my mind i was like there there's no way because like people do this shit all the time um i was not afraid of that like my stomach dropped i was overheating i was like on the verge of tears i was about to throw up it was literally because of how stressful and anxiety ridden that entire day was the fact that we were so close and we were being edged like oh, you're almost there and then sorry you can't do it that's why i was mad i was like 20 21 years of life being a fan of this breath for a decade almost getting in and then no that's why yeah I'm yeah i well, literally like was preparing my mind like how am i gonna tell because i hadn't told my dad like i was planning on sneaking in i was just like yeah we had we're we're gonna buy tickets right before the show starts and i was like we got in i texted him like we got in like when we were trying to sneak in and then later I told him like oh you're trying to sneak in but I was like literally like how am I gonna tell my dad I tried to sneak in MSG and now I'm gonna in jail for it in New York like how am I supposed to get home we'd be like who's gonna be our one call from jail gonna be yeah who's gonna pick us Timothy Chalamet I have him on speed dial um but yeah Mr. Supervisor Man comes around and oh okay yeah so yeah, the dude, the old dude asked us to step to us up to the side. Um, and then we're just like to the side freaking out. And we just see all these people just all giddy and hippie and just lively and just getting in. They're like, oh my God, have a great, have a great time. And they're like, thank you. We will. And they're just like all like happy and excited. And we're just like there. It's like the end of our life. And we're just yeah. watching that. And it's so sad. And I'm just like, oh shit. A couple minutes later, this dude in a suit, very serious looking comes over here with an earpiece and he's like i'm like what's going on guys like can you come follow me and i'm like sparking up a conversation with him i'm like yeah dude like we just came here from arizona from like la from like san francisco we came here to new york this is our first time we didn't have tickets we finally found some a few hours ago from someone that we like finally like got found tickets because they've been sold out we just got here and they're saying that it's not scanning i'm like i don't know what's going on the show's about to start i'm like how much time do we have and i'm just talking and talking and then He's like, okay, we'll, we'll try to figure it out. Like, we'll see if anyone can help. And I'm just like, okay, I'm like hopeful. I'm like, this dude looks nice. And I'm having a conversation with him outside of our situation. I'm like, oh, like, how do you, like, do you guys, are you guys allowed to watch the show? Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? I was like, I saw that the venue was shaking. Like, did you, were you there? Did you experience it? And he was like, yeah, like, he's a great performer. It's crazy. Like, everyone's so energetic. He's such a good performer. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, keep talking, bro. I'm like, yeah, totally. I'm like, you look so nice. Like, please help us out. And for a second, I thought he was going to, like, be like, okay, like, this happens a lot. Like, it's okay. Like, we'll just let you guys in or whatever. But he just let us to the box office. And he literally yeah. said, he's like, I don't think they can help you because everything's sold out. But we'll try anyways. And then he dropped us off at the box office and left. And I'm like, damn it. He was the only dude that was, like, potentially able to help us because he was so nice. And when I saw the box office dude, from the second I saw his face, I was like, there's no way he's helping us. I could just tell. 
we get dropped off in front of the box office and he's just just not not it and yeah we're just like oh this happened this happened he's like oh well it looks like you guys got scammed ha, he literally bad. told us that the nerve yeah literally i'm like okay i'm like and he okay. was trying so hard to like not laugh i know he could totally tell we were like faking Bloody. it all and he was just like sorry was like i could do it was like, like oh, nothing I could do. It looks like you guys got scanned. I'm like, okay. Like, well. I, I, we walked past that table. There were stacks of wristbands still available. So just give it to us. You're not going to get fired. I promise you. Just he like, couldn't have a wristband. But he was being a sh- piece of shit, okay? He had a Ticketmaster shirt. And I'm like, sir, you have the power. Dead ass. I'm like, if I was in that position, bitch, I would freaking give out wristbands like it was candy on Halloween. Like, I don't <laughs> care. Like, trick or treat. We want a wristband. Dead ass. I'm like, the show was about to start. It's also, what like, the pit size. Like, five of us could have been in there and been fine. But. Yeah. And not to mention, the venue, it said it was sold out, but there was so much room, so many empty seats. Like, I don't know what that issue was, but they could have given it to us if they wanted to. There was enough room, more than enough room for, like, thousands of people, but basically he didn't want to and he was just like i i told him i was like okay yeah we got scammed but is there any ticket available that we could rebuy like i want to buy one because we're here anyways and he was like nope sorry sold out sorry you guys are gonna have to exit i'm like are you freaking kidding me so we leave the box office then we go to the merch stand which is right across because there was nowhere for us to talk without drawing attention because we were like what the hell are we supposed to do now so we go to the merch stand and we're just striking up conversation with the dudes we're having a great conversation but in my head i'm just like okay guys like what's fine what's the move um there's nothing really we really could do we didn't have tickets there was no tickets we could buy so it was either that and like exiting this the venue before the show even started or trying to figure out a plan um also they didn't get the vibe but i got the vibe that there were several security members like low-key like trailing us making sure that we weren't trying to sneak in because they were following us closer to the exit. But you guys didn't even notice that. I low-key did. Like, every time I, like, looked back or just I got a sense there were several security people uh, just trying to make sure we left the thing. Um, I'm like, what else? We tried to go to the bathroom and, like, do something. I don't recall. We tried going into the bathroom um to try to find another way to sneak in but when we went to the bathroom there was also another checkpoint there so there was no way we could sneak in and plus we already were drawing too much attention by all the security dudes so we just kind of had to leave um so we exited the venue we just seeing the flock of people just going in excited and we're just like are you freaking kidding me so we stood outside it's so sad i was like there's no way I came all this way and I'm just standing out here and the, I just don't have a ticket. Mm-hmm. So I was, I just, I was like, guys, I'm buying a ticket. I'm sorry. I'm going in. I'm bawling out to see this man right now. Yeah. It was like 9.15 and the show started at 9.30. Like oh. Harry went on at 9.30 and the opener was on. I was like, I need to go. Like, I'm sorry. I'm going. So I bought a ticket. I actually found a pit ticket. And then I put in my cart and then they were like, no, 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 no. And I, I deleted it from my cart and then I tried to add it again and it was gone. So then I ended up buying a seat and I was like, bye. I added it to my Apple wallet and I zoomed in there. And then I'm sitting in my little seat talking to the people by me. And there's actually like four or five seats by me that are empty. 
and I get this text from Amy that goes, we got in. And I'm like, my brain immediately goes, did they seriously just sneak in or get in with somebody? And I just spent like too much money on a ticket to get in. And then they're like, uh, you came in and you explained it to me. And there was empty yeah. seats by me because there were, they were still avail- available on SeatGeek. So I was like, okay, you guys can just sit here. Nobody will come because it's almost showtime. No one's buying these tickets. And then these two girls come and they sit in these other two empty seats because I'm like, oh, you can just sit there because there's no one there. And then this, like, couple comes in. This Zoe man... was gaslighting them into thinking they bought the wrong <laughs> tickets. This man was, like, was like, those are we... our seats. Yeah. And I was like. If you were a fan, you would have been here earlier, okay? I know. I, I, I like, I was like, oh. I was like, guys, you got to go. She's like. You got to act normal. Go, gotta go, gotta go. And I was like, you guys got to go. And so they went up to their, their seats. And then I met the girls next to me. They're really nice. They were like. Oh my god, you came here all the way from Arizona? I was like, yes, unfortunately I did. And show starts, time of my life. Yeah, grand old time. Um, oh, while you were vibing with those girls, so me and Masuda, we were still looking at tickets. Yeah, I'm like, then, let's backtrack real quick. Um, Masuda's roommate was also with us, and the bestest person in the whole world, Hillary, was with us too, but... Um, she wasn't like a, a big fan of Harry, so she was like completely fine, like not going because, as mentioned earlier, we spent like outrageous amounts on our tickets, which will never be spoken about publicly. Like, what was the exact price we paid? Just know that it was outrageous. Yeah. Just know um, that we didn't have the money for it, but we somehow. Also, it. shout out to my aunt, uncle, and older brother for also like sending me money. Like they said, they wanted me to have a good time, so they also contributed to my happiness of being in this venue. So shout out to them, and shout out to Hillary because this trip would not have existed without her. She was a trooper. She led us like the yes. entire trip. We love her so much. Yeah, let's give a brief uh, little thing about Hillary. The best. New York, our, our experience, it was our first time in New York. It would have not been anywhere as good if Hillary wasn't there because she is the most, like, organized, well put together. Like, she has her life together, okay? Like, everything is like, this time we're doing this, this time we're doing this, this time we're doing this. And in the short amount of time we had in New York, we did so much. And we would have just been like sitting around like doing nothing if we didn't have her and her lovely brain that is so non-scattered. I'm just yeah. like, it never be me, but shout out to you, girl. And also shout out for being like super sweet about everything. Um, basically the same love I have for Harry Styles and Ariana Grande, it's like switched. So I would do this for Harry. She wouldn't yeah. do it for Harry, but I wouldn't do it for Ari. She would. It's like that. Yeah. So she was just like, I'm not a big fan. Um, and I don't really want to spend that much money on him. I want you guys to have a great time. Like, we'll help you look for tickets, but I'm just not going to take away from you guys if there is li- limited tickets. And I was just like, honestly, like, it's okay. We'll, like, find tickets for all of us. And she was like, no, it's fine. Like, whatever. So I was like, yeah. honestly, like, girl, you're amazing. Shout out you. Yeah, and if it was just the three of us, I would have bought her a ticket too because I'm not like sending her back home to the hotel. Exactly. Alone. Yeah. So shout out Hillary, and if you yeah. guys still need Christmas gifts, she has her own small business mm-hmm. at Cosmic Craft Co. So support small businesses and the best person ever. So yeah, I'm gonna do that. Right she now. is the best. We love Hillary. Literally, I'm like very like 
when I'm in a place, I map it out. I know where I am. In New York, I was completely disoriented because everything's going every which way, and I was very confused. And Hillary somehow, with her big brain, big and, brain. and Apple Maps, guided us through New York. She was the mom. Yeah. The very nice, sweet, well-put-together, organized, responsible mom. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, girl. But, yeah, anyways, back to us vibing at the show. It was a great time. Zoe ended up um, coming to us like halfway through-ish, mm-hmm. kind of. And that was that just made it so much better. I'm glad that we did get aisle seats because it was super easy for her to just like join us. Yeah. And it was so, so amazing. I will never forget Harry Ween ever. Like the place was shaking literally. It was even songs that weren't like crazy, it was still shaking because of the energy in that environment. It was Mm -hmm. unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Um, like he is a great performer, his fans are amazing, like everyone is just bouncing off each other's energies and they're just having the time of their lives. Everyone is having a great time, it was amazing. The music was amazing. The way he was performing was amazing. He was interacting with people. It was like you, it was like a personalized experience, even if you weren't directly talking to him because of how much he was involved and how much he was interacting and how, like, how much fun he was genuinely having performing and also just with the fans and everything. So that was good. Also, it was my first time seeing him live after standing him and the boys for like a decade. So that also made it very emotional because I'm just like, finally, like even if the seats weren't the best or like that day was hectic or like we got there late or just so many things that were going wrong, at least being there, it was already like crazy. Plus like Mm -hmm. everything else. Also being with friends is crazy. Like that also made it emotional. Just like a lot of different reasons made it a great experience. Never will forget it. Very emotional. Broke down crying. Three seconds in falling. I don't know. I cried at Golden. So that I think was a lot. I don't know what it is. It's always like the least. It's like when you least expect it. I was just so happy to like be in the venue. My first time at New York. My second time hanging out with you. So yeah, it was so like it was just it was like literally perfect. Everything went. It was like crazy, but everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. I'm telling y'all. Like when he when he he performed Golden, and I just saw him like dancing, and I was just so happy to see him. Like Mm -hmm. the person he's grown to be, and so confident in himself, and happy, and with all these people who love him and love each other and can joke around everyone's in their costumes and yeah. such a great his costume positive. yeah great positive comfortable amazing environment I don't think many artists um get to say they bring that but he's like one of the rare ones that mm-hmm. like himself energy positive like amazing genuine and then his fans are also like that as well like as a whole yeah i would say the only downside was how fast it went by slash i wish the set list was a bit longer agreed yeah uh i didn't get to see the majority of my favorite songs being performed it was my first time there or seeing him so i was just like damn i wish i could have heard more music i wish it was longer it felt like it was like 10 minutes max because of how fast everything was but then again it was like a special event it was heroin but i just wish there was more but it's okay like it's fine next time there's always next time 
it was a great experience i love it yeah i love i love that hairy guy but we had the best time he performed medicine and Mm. toxic toxic he edged us on kiwi you know the whole thing I told yeah. everyone, I was like, he's edging us. Mm-hmm. And then he said, um, what did he say? He was like, I, I guess I'm edging y'all or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, we know. And <laughs> the best part was that our show was the first time medicine was played live. Yeah. In, what, three years? So. Yeah. Yeah, so that was special. We are superior. The first time on this tour, too. So Yeah. yeah we're better. We are. But um, I love the show. But I did also go to the one in Arizona because obviously mm-hmm. I had tickets. This one, the energy was super duper high because during the like pre-show playlist, it was so loud in there. But the Harryween energy was unmatched. It was so loud and crazy. And then the, the set list was also longer. He had more time to talk to people. Mm-hmm. But I just, I love the way he performs. It was mm-hmm. amazing. And when he came out in his little soft goods like box, yeah. everyone went insane. So we love him. Also, I really love the stage setup for how it is for Pitt. And I wish every artist as big as him would do that because no matter where you're at, like especially if you have barricade or just a couple of rows behind, you get a really good view. So mm-hmm. even like this, it fits so, so many more people too. Yeah, agreed. I was like nervous about how that stage setup would work, especially because he can't, he doesn't have like a screen behind him or. Yeah, like on the Ticketmaster map, I was just like, uh, I was like, I why did like, he do I thought this? He might, I thought he might have been just like standing facing one side only, but he yeah. loves us all. Yes. Um, and I also went to Love on Tour night three of LA. I came ticket list. I guess that's just my brand now. <laughs> um, I thought about ways that I could possibly sneak in now that I had a taste of what Harry Weed was like. And sadly, my theory was confirmed after I paid $100 for a ticket. But for future reference, I think I know how now. Um, for legal reasons, this is just a joke. But it's not how, real. <laughs> but how I got in was my friend that I went with, she had a friend who successfully snuck into pit. And she sold me her ticket for just a hundred dollars. So shout out was, to her. Yeah, that yeah. was really awesome. And even though I sat by myself, it was a really great time. The only downside for me was that both sides of my seat were empty, so I had like no one to vibe with. Mm. But it was still a fun time. So yeah, love Harry. Now we will be discussing the potential of HS3 soon because <sighs> yeah. Fine. The tour is over. It's been two years. Wait, wait, wait. You cannot say the tour is over because he hasn't toured the international dates yet. Oh, yes. Never mind. You I forgot about that. Do the international tour for this album and then do HS3? Or do you think he's People just- have theories that he's, for the internationals, he's going to do Fine Line and HS3. And then the U.S. will have, like, the HS3 leg afterwards. Yeah. I feel like that would make most sense because it's been, That's the it's been two years since Fine Line's release in like the beginning of that era and i don't know the way he like performed medicine like it's just it's giving like sneaky yeah he maybe he's taking notes from taylor but um people are saying that harry's album is coming sooner than we think like people are speculating as soon as early february of next year um his next performance is on december 30th in miami and we're hoping that he performs like his next single, possibly. You know, so. y'all want to go to Miami? 
flights are outrageous right now and i don't really ever have interest in going to florida same i know it's a little scary no shade if any of our followers listen to florida you guys just have a very bad reputation and it kind of scares me a little a little yeah Yeah, and especially a a little like i would go to florida like with my family if i was going to like disney world but not just miami for a concert that sounds frightening yeah also this is free so you know it's gonna be really hectic and people when like and when anything when a concert is free just it's crazy so yeah damn now i'm more i will just stay home and watch somebody's live stream if somebody streams but yeah all right, that's all about Harold. Yeah, I can't else? believe this was this was our first like Harry centered episode. Like after almost fifty episodes, we're finally like dedicating a whole hour to the to the fruit man. I mean, we're gonna have to dedicate more to him because yeah, literally his movie worry, era darling. is coming like really soon. I'm like, yeah. I'll join that podcast. Yes, you can. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's move on to New Music Friday. I have my list. Okay, so let me say my little joke one first. So for okay. some reason, Jimmy Fallon, Ariana Grande, and Megan Thee Stallion released a Christmas song together. It's like, it was so unnecessary, and I will not be listening to it again. But uh-huh. that was a thing. And then Sicky, Sick Brain, Sick Brain yes. released her EP, Ashtray for Your Agony. And it has a song with Maggie on it called Dopamine, my current fave. Yep. Also, Love Problem Child and Destructible was the first single, which I love. It's grown on me a lot. And then my other pick is Heat Lightning by Mitski, I think. Oh my God, I'm so surprised. Mitski is probably releasing an album because it's like a third single. So yeah, I'm going to dive into that once um... the album comes out. Yeah, I also really love Sick Brain's EP. My favorite is Problem Child. Um, and then my other one. Oh yeah, Rule finally dropped a new song called Growing Up Is. And then it was blank. And when I first saw it, I thought when he tweeted about it, I thought like he was trying to get fans to guess what the blank word is but like that's literally just how the song is titled and when my friend tweeted about it i was like oh it should be growing up is cruel because you know his name is rule and that's like cruel but just with the c in front of it so like that would have been genius but mm-hmm. i guess he didn't play with that oh yeah tim and paula dropped another new song i was just kind of confused yeah. on why like the cover art is the same as the last album i'm just like is a deluxe coming I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was confused about that. But yeah, those were my picks of the week. Shout out time. So mine is a podcast. However, it's different. I swear it's different. Uh Uh-huh. But. I mean, this one, girl. It's (laughs) actually. Okay. So I like followed this podcast a while ago. It's called Dissect. It's a Spotify original. Mm -hmm. And basically the whole podcast kind of dives deep into certain artists albums like literally song by song, which I love. Mm -hmm. But this season is swimming by Mac Miller and I love that album and listening to this makes I'm a little bit through it, but listening to it makes me like realize new things about it when I listen to it again and it's just cool because they put in little bits like interviews and article information that I haven't ever like seen or heard before so I really like that and I don't know it's just cool because swimming is such like a relatable album for me so love it very cool um 
my shout out this week is a nonprofit called Reverb. And I feel like if you know Harry, you're pretty familiar with this organization. But basically, they focus on sustainability and music into one. And you can volunteer. And you're at this little booth talking about like ways people can be more sustainable, especially in like the live music space. Oftentimes, you'll get like a free t-shirt, a water bottle. You're also selling water bottles too. And the application is pretty simple. I've um, applied a few times. I wanted to volunteer for like the Billie Eilish tours, the 1975. Harry was actually doing it for this tour, but sadly, I did not get accepted into any of them. And the best part is that after you volunteer, you get a free ticket to the show. So um, keep that in mind. If any of your favorite artists are going on tour soon, you should definitely check out their website um, because Mm -hmm. the artists will not talk about reverb on their platforms. So you just got to keep your eyes on the website. So yes, thanks for listening to us in another episode. And we'll see you guys hopefully before the new year comes. Yes. And thanks Masuda for being on our podcast. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, the accent is back. Shout out Zoe and Ames for inviting me. Yes. Um, Love you guys the most. Really appreciate it. Um, You guys are very intelligent, beautiful successful good boss queens and wow thank you to be on the podcast um when you guys are like crazy famous and successful oh let's not get too ahead of ourselves i know them bro i I know them i know like one direction (laughs) i know them yeah you can be like i was on their 47th episode go listen yeah exactly we were like fangirls and nothing has changed we still Mm -hmm. are yep like all the shit (laughs) yeah yeah. harry (laughs) all right guys see you next time Bye. bye